Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Or something God is doing. Now, so your faith is related to something God is doing. But your trust in God is trust in who he is. So the faith has to do with something God does, like healing, salvation, deliverance, um, anointing, providing for your needs. Then you say, okay, I have faith in God. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and it shall be done, and nothing will be impossible unto you. That is faith. But when it comes to trust, that is the one Job will say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And that is the one Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego will say, we know that God is able to deliver us, but even if he does not, we will not bow down to this idol. Now, trust is all-encompassing. All-encompassing in the sense that it covers almost every aspect of your life, whether good or bad. Every day in your life, you just trust God. Sometimes you don't feel like, but you trust God. And, and so trust is reposed in God as a person, but not unlike faith, which is dependent on a, an action of God. And when you look at these disciples, when they met in the upper room, issues of trust had to come in. You remember the day Jesus asked them, will you also go away? And Peter said, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have nowhere to go. So, will you also go away? They said, we have nowhere to go. You have the words of eternal life. That is trust. And you look at the apostles of Jesus and they are in the upper room. These are the kind of, these were the people like I mentioned to you last night, they are arresting Jesus and they are running. John Mark ran and left his towel. The, the man left naked. Um, Peter denied Jesus Christ three times. Thomas said, until I see, I won't believe. That, that is the level of unbelief they had. Unbelief, unreliability. You can't depend on these people. They, 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 they are all um, dithering. They are flippant. They, they are not people you can trust. And they have to be in, in that upper room and they must stay long enough to the point where God can trust them. And believe you me, by the time they spent all that time in the upper room and came down, these were now human beings you could trust. These were people God could trust. Sometimes you want to ask yourself, can God trust me? I know you'll be like, you know, um, yeah, how can God trust a human being? Yeah. But it's the same God who now told Abraham, Abraham, take your son Isaac and go and sacrifice him on the mountains of Moriah. And the man took his son, carried him to the Mount of Moriah, was about to sacrifice him, and God said, Abraham, now I know. Now I know. Doesn't mean that God didn't know. God knew him all along, but what he's saying is that now me and you know what you are made of. Me and you know what you are made of. This is the physical experience that shows that you yourself now know that 
you are somebody God can depend on to do something. Now, so this is Peter. After Jesus had died, the Bible said Peter told the disciples, he said, I go a fishing. And then others like John got up and they followed him. They, they left everything. They, they, they stopped the gospel they were going to preach. They left the, Jesus saying that the Holy Ghost will come upon you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and unto the utmost parts of the earth. They left all that and they escaped. They were going back to go and fish. That is how cowardly they were. They, they couldn't concentrate on the ministry. Then, Acts chapter 3, Peter raises a cripple. They catch them, they put them in prison, and boy, they beat them a little bit. Then one day, the Bible said in Acts chapter 5 and the verse number 14, that Gamaliel got up and spoke, and I, I just like the things he spoke at. Can I pick just verse 38 and verse 39 to, to look at some of the things Gamaliel said? And Gamaliel said, now I say unto you, refrain from this man and let them alone. I, I just like, leave these people alone. Just, just leave them. And I think you should be clapping for the church. Clap for the church. Turn to somebody and tell the person, leave me alone. Tell the person, stop, stop, stop wasting my time about me. Tell the person, I want to tell you the truth. You can't do anything about me. Tell the person I'm here to stay. And you can't change anything. You cannot stop me. You can't do anything about it. And so I remember when, when Corona came and churches were shut down. Doors were closed. They said nobody can go to church. Then I'm reading all kinds of things on social media. Thank God these churches, may they never come back. You mean you have the power to determine that? I know you've been deceiving yourself, but this one too, you want to deceive yourself in this. He said, leave them alone. Refrain from this man. Refrain from this man and let them alone. For if this counsel or this work be of men, it will come to naught. If it is of men, it will come to naught. It won't amount to anything. Verse 39. But if it be of God, you cannot overthrow it. Now, if it's of God, you cannot overthrow it. Now, don't underestimate what the unbelievers do to the church. They are trying to overthrow it. And if you have lived in Ghana before, you know what it means to overthrow. Coup d'etat. Unbelievers are trying to stage a coup d'etat against the church. But God is saying they cannot stage the coup d'etat. They cannot stage a coup d'etat against your marriage, against your house, against your ministry. Listen, they can't do anything to you. Can I announce to somebody, you have come to stay. Your business has come to stay. Your family has come to stay. Your anointing has come to stay. Your blessing has come to stay. Your prosperity has come to stay. And if it be of God, the unbelievers cannot do anything about it. You cannot overthrow it. And the ye, this ye there, why ye, the ye can preach a sermon. The Pharisees are there. Sadducees are there. Roman government is there. All of them are the ye. Elders of the synagogue, all of them are the ye. He said you cannot overthrow it. And that if it be of God, you cannot overthrow it. Almost everything in my life by the grace of God 
I have to fight. I have to fight to marry. I have to fight to have a family. I have to fight to have a ministry. I have to fight to survive on this land. Everything is a fight. Everything is a fight. We even started the school in Namdi and they turned the school into spiritual warfare zone. Spiritual warfare. If you know the battles in the school, you have no idea. At a certain point, a principality tree was standing in front of the, of the school and the tree was not a normal tree. I think the people even warned us we shouldn't cut it down. They said, don't cut that tree. And mommy will ask me every time, should we cut the tree? I say, Pearl, no. Should they cut it down? No. Should they cut it down? I say, the time is not yet. The time is not yet. The time is not yet. You can't cut it because if you cut something, evil will happen. You can't cut it. One day I was about to travel. The Lord told me, now the tree can come down. I told mommy, I said, Pearl, now the tree can go down. That day when they went to cut down the tree, the battle. Everything is a warfare. People bring their children to the school. They like the school, but they hate the church behind the school. Can you imagine this? They like the school, but they hate the church behind the school. And they will come and fight and frustrate. But if it be of God, like your marriage, like your business, like your church, like your ministry, like what you are also doing for God, if it be of God, he said, you cannot overthrow it. Today, I declare every coup d'etat against your life and against your ministry. I declare it illegal in the mighty name of Jesus. I can tell you many, many, many stories. Many stories. Things I've seen, things I know beast that will fight you entities if it be of god you cannot overthrow it lest happily you'll be found even to fight against god i declare today in the name of jesus that if somebody even takes your shoe he's fighting against god if he takes your watch he's fighting against god anybody who wants your blood anybody who wants your pain anybody who wants your agony today if he says lest happily they'll be fighting against god i'm praying today any battle you have may god step in the battle listen may god take every battle of yours personal may god make every battle of yours personal your employer and the way he's treating you may god make it personal anybody that wants to destroy you a fetish priest anybody that wants to destroy you witches wizards diviners the battle is the lord may god take it personal i see god in your battle i see god in your fight i see god in your business i see god in your ministry i see god in your church i see god in your family anybody that is fighting you I make an announcement the person is fighting against God listen any hairdresser who gives you wrong week the person is fighting against God any examiner who marks your papers and refuses to give you your right marks they are fighting against God 
anybody that wants to break up your family anybody that wants to give you sickness and disease they are fighting against god can i hear somebody shout an amen lest happily they be found even to fight against god now the verse 40 to him they agreed so they agreed with gamaliel and they said now we can't fight against these people and when they had called the apostles and they had beaten them <laughs> can you imagine God is with them. Their battle is God's battle. I told you that. God is with them. I told you that. I told you that. That this, 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 what they are doing, God has endorsed it. God was the one that called them to do it. And when they had agreed, and when they had called the apostles, and had beaten them. So you see, God was in what they were doing. God's power was in what they were doing. But... God allowed them to be beaten. This is where the trust is coming in. You trust God, but they will beat you up. They took some of my land. God allowed it. They persecuted me. God allowed it. They insulted me. God allowed it. You know what, people? God is with you, but he will not deliver you from everything. Because if he delivers you from everything, you can never trust him. You know what? The plate on which the plate on which trust is served is persecution. The plate on which trust is served is persecution. If God wants you to trust him, or if you are taking trust to go and give it to God and say, God, look at the way I trust you. The plate God wants to see your trust on is persecution how much persecution have you taken how much much pain how much crying have you cried how much pain and torture have you taken in life oh brothers you is getting ready to preach today and when they had taken them when they had called the apostles they called them from where they called them from prison they went to the prison and they said peter come on when they had called them they called them out of prison you know what people one day god will call you to be a major apostle and he's not going to call you out of a bible school (laughs) he's not going to call you out of an air-conditioned office he's not going to call you out of a beautiful church like this one day he's going to call you to make you a great apostle and he will call you out of prison like joseph he will take you out of prison like john he will take you out of prison like like peter he will take you out of prison god is going to call you out of a place but he's going to be out of a prison and the lord told me something he said oh just at the time i was hearing that song I want to worship the Lord for he is mighty. Then he said, peace. When trouble flows, Jehovah's. Listen to me. Listen to me. When I heard that song was coming, then prophetically, the Lord told me, I want to call my people out of prison. But my people are sitting somewhere else. My people are in different places. He said, there is some kind of calling. I call people who are in prison. 
I call people who are in prison. There is some kind of calling. I take people who are in prison. I think people who are in dungeons. I take people that are in chains. And when they had called the apostles, not out of a Bible school, when they had called them out of prison. And watch this. I'm going to tell you something in all honesty. Our generation does not trust God. We are talking about Paul's prison. Peter's prison. Joseph's prison. By you, your own prison, are you ready to stay in it until God calls you? Can I, will you permit me to talk about divorce a little bit? Everybody say divorce. Some people call, call it divorce. It depends on your hometown. Divorce when you come from some places and divorce when you come from some other places. Do you know sometimes when the Bible said and when they are called the apostles and beating them. Today's Christians don't want to be called out of prison and they don't want to be beaten either. Let's start the journey with divorce. <laughs> How many Christians today are ready to stay in a marital prison? The court has made it very easy go and divorce and we sit in the church every day and the pastors are telling them this thing is not something that should let you divorce your wife or your husband bear the punishment a little bit take the pain a little bit after 10 years 6 years, 2 years this thing will not be a pain again they are like the unbelievers they don't want the prison, they don't want the pain they don't want the agony, they don't want the beating they don't want any 39 stripes they don't want any beating with rods they jump out of the marriage to see convenience and when you go to our courts today the Christians are more in court divorcing than even the unbelievers these are the people who vow today and break it tomorrow. A man cannot be in a prison. He has his wife. He will say, no, I can't keep just a wife. I must have a girlfriend on the side. Even marital vows of purity, we can't keep it. The adulteries in our marriages, the fornications. We can't keep it. We can't keep it. They cannot hold on to a job. Today they've resigned. The next day somebody didn't treat them well. Even ministry is from one church to another. One church to another. One ministry to another. They cannot endure hardness. So Paul told Timothy, Timothy, thou therefore as a good soldier of Christ endure hardness. How much punishment can you take in the name of God? Faith is when you believe God to do something. Trust is when you believe in him. Trust is when you are lying in the prison and you say, I will glorify God in the prison. I will worship God in the prison. Oh, trust is when Dancin will say, I'll be here worshiping all of the days of my life. I'll be here worshiping all of the days of my life I'll be lifting up 
God, Michal, and for years they didn't have a child. All of the days of my life, I'll be lifting us, even when it isn't easy. Listen. John Wesley and everybody talking John Wesley John Wesley and the Methodist Church John Wesley and the Methodist Church he had an impossible wife either he was impossible and the woman was more impossible or he was possible and the woman was impossible sometimes when he comes out of the bathroom to go and preach by the time he comes out the wife has soaked his coat in water go and read stories about Babalola Babalola had an impossible wife. Impossible wife. He will be preparing to go to meeting and the wife will lock the door and take the key away. Can you imagine you are in a room? You want to open the door, it's locked. You start shouting, Asana in Akechi, Asana in Akechi, Asana, where are you? And Nakulik, 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 Dachi. Back after I've locked the door, you won't go out. And Baba Lola, his people are at the crusade grounds waiting for him. Baba Lola said, You lock me up, I will explode in the power of the spirit. I will trust God. Baba Lola's wife locked him one day. Baba Lola prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed in his room, stood in the room and vanished. The man vanished and appeared at the crusade platform and finished preaching and doing the crusade and he came home the wife said where are you coming from i'm coming from a crusade i locked the door he said you locked the door but god took me out i pray in the name of jesus may you see signs and wonders the god of shadrach Meshach, and Pernico, may you encounter that god and i pray in the name of jesus christ may you encounter the god of daniel in the lion's den you know all these christians who are shouting father i need a wife I need a husband. He cried abortion. He cried abortion. Lord, give me a husband. Give them a husband today. Tomorrow they'll throw him away. Give them a wife today. Tomorrow they'll throw her away because they don't know how to endure. Many people have sat in front of me who were going to divorce. And I told them, you know what? People have seen worse things than this. And they are still in marriages. Oh, so nice there, oh my 
my life and go through all these things. So I said, I know my human rights. Really, we don't deal with human rights. We deal with angelic and supernatural existence. We are not mere men like other people. We are not mere women like other people. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Listen, we are too quick to talk about Peter's prison. But your own. Can you trust God in a marriage? Can you trust God in a ministry? Can you trust God in a job? There are Christians that have got zero endurance. Zero. They can't survive in a church. They cannot survive in a ministry. They can't live in a town. They will pack their bag and leave. They will run away. Some couldn't deal with, with, with nine months of quarantine from April, from February, and, and March, and April, and May, and June, and July, and August, and September, and, and, and October, and November, and December. They are tired already. Listen to me. Baba Lola, impossible wife. I don't know your personal prison, but it's interesting that you like Peter's prison, but your own prison, you don't like it. So here are Christians. They can't handle a marriage. They can't handle a ministry. Some of them can't stay in a ministry. They can't. They will tell you it's too difficult. I can't stay here. I'm not enjoying it. Christians want to enjoy ministry. They want to enjoy everything. But you know what? Life is more about enduring than enjoying. That having endured for a while, you must come to a cross. And after the cross, you will see a crown. But anybody who doesn't want to see the cross can never see the crown. We have stopped preaching the message on suffering. But anywhere I have watched where there was an explosion, anywhere i have watched where there was a breakthrough anywhere i have watched when there are miracles and signs and wonders and breakthroughs and anointings anytime i have watched and the power of god is raising the dead and the cripples are getting up and the blind can see i have also seen persecution i have seen imprisonment i have seen pain i have seen christians that are crying i have seen people that are sown asunder and they are led like the the sheep to the slaughter and they are killed all day long anytime i have seen an explosion and have a breakthrough i see untold human suffering i see the christians go through torture after torture and i see them go through it and they go through all the pain and they are not in a hurry to come out of the prison and they are saying we will suffer for a while we will go through this pain for a while because he himself let this mind be in you which also was in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man and the Bible said he was found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient even on to death and the death 
of the cross wherefore God has highly exalted him and giving him a name that is higher than every other name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven of things in earth and of things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father I see a Christian coming who is seeing suffering and you are not running away suffering in business suffering in ministry suffering in the family suffering in the business from suffering in the region suffering on the land and you are saying though he slay me yet he I will I trust him we are looking for explosion but baby the explosion will come with persecution and when the persecution comes we ought to trust God may God give you the capacity to handle the prison to handle the beating to handle the pain to handle the tears to handle the confusion to handle the trouble and when you are going through all that and when all that suffering is going on they will go and come and you will still be here lifting up your hands though it is not easy you will go through the pain but your hands are lifted and you are worshiping God though it is not easy you are preaching though it is not easy you are worshiping God though it is not easy you are shouting though it is not easy your shout is alive your clap is alive your screaming is alive come on scream like your voice is yours I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.